UFC matters. It is the fans forum and uh, happy new season to everybody out there. 5 1 Newcastle uh, demolished Aston Villa in the Premier League. And I was just saying to the lads before we came on air, having watched Liverpool, Chelsea, and Tottenham today, I really don't think Newcastle United have got anything to fear uh, going into this season. Manchester City, of course. Always going to look dangerous. The best team in this league by a country mile. Uh, but I genuinely think Newcastle can hold their own again in this division and qualify for Europe and hopefully the Champions League. And uh, maybe break that trophy duck as well. But uh, let's get into it uh, straight away. Don't forget, if you've got any questions, ping them into the chat and we'll try and get to them through the course of the night. But I think on a night like this, after a day like that, the best thing to do is just revel in it and talk about the game. Ian, um, Newcastle 5, Villa 1. Villa, of course, a team which chased us down in the back end of last season with a manager who potentially could have been at St James's Park had he wanted to come. But um, that really was, as the media called it last night, a statement. Well, we dodged a bullet there, I think, with um, with, with Emery. Not saying he's, a, he's not a good manager. He is, a, he is a good manager. But even after they turned us over last season, I said, we... That was the worst Newcastle United in that game. We we were tired, you know. We were on our last legs. We had a demolished um, team. Everybody was sort of working on um, working with injuries. Um, and I said, um, you know, I, I I think they're a good team. Don't get me wrong. I'm not um, I'm not I'm not putting them down. But I said they're not as good as everyone's giving them credit for, and we are better than them. Um, we showed that, you know, they did they did play well. Diaby looked good, you know. I, I, I wouldn't have complained with Diaby coming in. But I tell you what, I'd rather have Barnes, if I'm being honest, you know. Um, I thought the game, for me, the atmosphere, you know, was... I was... I, 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 like, it was the best present I could have got getting that... Um, getting the ticket in the Gallagher. It was bouncing in there. Daz, I'll tell you, when I seen him on the way out, I was literally... <laughs> It was like a covered sweat. I was covered in sweat. It was so hot, like everyone. It never stopped. No one sat down. It was bouncing. It was a. Um, I would say like one of the best atmospheres since the takeover that I've that I've that I've been in there. It was absolutely mint. Like proper loved it. And uh, Tenali, I went and bought a t-shirt today. Like I just sold you from the back page. Just uh, I. Nothing to do with the fact I'm going on holiday tomorrow morning. Like, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, it was absolutely amazing. I could talk about so many players, but there's quite a few of us here. So um, Gordon, I thought, was exceptional in the first half. Um, and having seen, like you say, having seen what we've seen today, there's no, there's no team really. I fear City, City, a City. You know, like they, they can, they can do, they can do special things. But um, but apart from that. I honestly think I will, I'm not saying I'm not going over the top with it. I think that we can give every team, every team, including City, a game. Not we won't win every game, but yeah, I think um, I think we we Eddie Eddie played a, a master stroke and uh, we more than made up for the uh, 
the worst game of last season for me, which was them beating us 3-0 with a 5-1 defeat. So, yeah, yeah not- I would agree. And um, You were at the game yesterday. David Cook asks a question, Ian, how did things work out with digital tickets? Nobody knew, hope nobody was there for Tenali's goal. I mean, we saw the scenes prior to the <laughs> game at Arsenal, which um, really just couldn't believe the scenes. I mean, that is a, a, an aerial shot uh, from television yesterday because obviously the game was, uh, well, it was, it was delayed by up to half an hour. Uh, because the digital ticket service didn't work down there. And I think anybody going to Newcastle's game uh, yesterday would have looked at that and thought, oh, my God, what are we going to be walking into? But thankfully, um, you know, yeah, there was queues. There was probably queues of places where you've, you've never seen queues before. Yeah. But everybody, everybody everybody, was in before the kickoff, Ian, and everybody got in and, and, and everybody got no, in and saw no, the game. No, no, no. George, we'll come, we'll no, come to you, no. George. We'll come to you, lads, but let, let's, Ian, give us your experience. I want to hear everybody's experience tonight. So my experience was, um, I, I actually turned up late because I, I, I wasn't very well. Unfortunately, like, um, I've been I've been ill for a few days. And uh, my missus, being really, really kind, uh, let me sleep a little bit too long. So I didn't even go, I didn't even get a pint before I went into the game. Um, but I got in okay, Um but there were big queues outside. I think I was there half an hour before, um, before kickoff, and I, I managed to get in and get a quick pint before I went up there. So I was okay, but there were big queues, and I think it's just a case of now for the for the time being, we all have to turn up half an hour early, you know. Which, to be honest, it's not a, it's it's not the worst thing in the world for the club because they'll get more revenue over the bar in it, you know. But I, I think there were a few people who might have got it. It seemed like there was. I was in I was in my seat for ten minutes before kickoff, and um, there were people coming up after kickoff. So I, there were a few issues, but it's going to happen, isn't it? You know, we we know this. You can't get everything right. Yeah, no, I would agree. Okay, George, you were you were vehemently shaking your head, but before you get on to getting into the ground, etc., <laughs> give us your view, please, on the game. Let's stay positive, George. Okay, okay, uh, and I'm glad though because. Uh, it doesn't just start with the game, though. Eddie Howe was positive. That's what started things off, in my view. When I saw the team, you know, we discussed the team all week. Uh, the back five picks itself, etc., etc., and we, and we struggled to put the names of the midfield together. In fact, so bad on one occasion, I went through the midfielders and I forgot to be sure long stuff, you know, uh, and what a thing to do, and. Uh, Eddie Howe started the day with his selection, which was really positive. All the young'uns, all the speedsters on, all the crafty ones on, absolutely super. Um, couldn't have been better, better choice. And um, I think um, the American experience where, you know, uh, Emery fielded virtually his strongest team when they played us out there, and Eddie, Eddie experimented with three at the back and all this sort of rubbish. Well, I think that was put right yesterday. Um, yeah, I think somebody won the, won the tactical battle hands down. So so that, that's been before the match kicked off. I was in seven heaven thinking, well, what a positive move. What a positive team. Uh, and he keeps telling all the players, particularly the young ones, you, you do the business and you show me and you're getting my team. And that's exactly what he's done. I, I was absolutely delighted with that. Now, obviously, my experience is different because I tend to have to listen to most of it, not watch it. And the little bits I can see on the telly. 
But what an exciting game. What an exciting uh, football match. And, and the number of players, exciting players. I mean, Tenali, um, what do you say about him? Before the match, I was just saying to the lads before we came on, on, on lane, that's just saying to the lads that Jamie Rad Redknapp, an hour and a half, hour and a half before the uh, kickoff, was saying, well, he, I, I'm not sure about Tenali. I'm not sure he's strong enough. He hasn't felt the, the, the full force of the Premier League and all this sort of rubbish. An hour after the game, he was telling everybody, well, I always thought he was a good player. But my God, he get their money easy, bunny lad. No, it, it was just fantastic. You could go from Pope all the way down. Um, Gordon was good. Isaac was brilliant. I mean, he's, he's chipped goal with under the pressure he was on. That That's real goal uh, magic, that. And uh, um, the substitutes all worked. I mean, Murphy did a shift. Who would have thought that, we, we, you know, that Murphy would have come onto that team and still contribute something to the game? It, it was just great. From from front to back, they all, all did their bit. Uh, and there, there were a you know, outstanding ones. Gordon first half was untouchable, unplayable. The way he laid the first goal on, um, somebody just said it before. If that had been Maxi with his ball, the ball in his left foot on there, the, the cross might have went over the bar or, or into the these into the Gallagher then. It wouldn't have ever reached Tonali. Um, but with Gordon, it was pinpoint. It was fantastic. So, you know, it, um, and it, it got to leave something for the other lads to see. I, I, I can't remember a first game in the season that ex has excited me so much as that one. And I can't wait for the for the other so-called big six either coming or us going to them because I, I don't think it's going to worry you that we're going to go away <laughs> from home either because they seem, they seem to have it. You know, they seem to be on to it all the, uh, all the time. And I'm, I'm thrilled to bits. What a great day. It was fantastic. So, okay, George, give us your give us your say on the on the uh, the ticketing situation. Get well, I, the ground. I wasn't I wasn't there, but but my neighbour was, and he's he went, and I went. He got into the queue an hour and a half before kickoff, so he would be nice and early, and he joined the queue for his seat, just up from the Trent House. Now you know where wow. the Trent House is, don't you? Yes. And he missed the first, and he got in, but he missed the first two goals. So that means if he missed it, all the ones behind him would miss it as well. So a lot of people didn't get in on time, and uh, Steve Steve uh, was very upset. I have to say, that's so way. upset he not so so upset he not to my bloody daughter tell us about it. <laughs> <laughs> but he, you know, it, it, it he was really really he said they, they never had a chance of getting in. Um, now that's on the, the 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 old stand on the other side, you know. That's where he yeah. sits. So he so he had to queue up right up through the lasers uh, terrace and, and into, into his seat. But he was he missed the first two goals. Okay, well, there's going to be different stories about different parts of the ground, I'm sure. Um, Chippers, welcome, yeah. mate. We'll come to you. We'll, we'll come to you in due course. Uh, Barry, good evening, mate. Hello, mate. Just great thoughts, match. Thoughts uh, on the game. Unbelievable play. Um, full of confidence. I think, like the guys have already said that. The difference now is we've got a, a cracking starting eleven, and we've got players who are just as capable coming off the bench. So you got Barnes came on; he looked he looked absolutely class. Wilson came on, literally scored within win, what three four minutes of coming on the pitch. And um, Murphy came on, didn't look out of place. I think that just the whole team performance was brilliant. Isaac, like George said, was incredible. 
Um, his little his little dink when he was chasing the defender and his dink over the top of the goalkeeper was just absolute class, Steve. He looked he looked outstanding. I think Eddie got the tactics exactly right. I did have a little cringe when Diaby scored because I thought out of all the bloody people for Villa to score, it was always going to be him, wasn't it? But, um, I have to say I felt sorry for Mings with his injury. I'm hoping that's that's not as bad as people are making out um, the news today. But Newcastle were absolute class. What a way to start the season. I think and there's already rumours going around from Guardiola that he's he's a bit concerned about playing us next. So what more could you want? I think if, if we play like that and the confidence we've got at the minute, we'll give them a damn good game. It's going to take some real doing for them to beat us. So I'm... And I have to say, as I said the lads before, I think I hope the people who were having a bit of a dig at Tenali before the uh, game itself, due to his lack of pace, supposedly in the pre-season games, have um, stopped talking about it now because he looked absolutely class. Yeah, uh, Diaby, great goal. Um, you know, he, he was probably their best attacking player, but uh, got to be honest, didn't have the work rate that Eddie would would expect. Um, certainly wasn't running uh, running through a brick wall and wasn't charging up and down the pitch like you know Anthony Gordon. Um, prime example yesterday, absolutely brilliant yesterday. Great shift, ran himself into the ground. The words that they use, I think, in Newcastle are empty the tank. Well, he certainly emptied the tank and uh, couldn't have complained um, at his substitution to allow Barnes to come on and then give Cash more of the same, which eventually forced Cash off the pitch, uh, which was great. Chippers, good evening, mate. Um, first of all, um, nice. j- just just want to talk about the game. Um, you know, what, what was your what was your views on, on the game? For first game of the season, first time we've won uh, by five goals. Uh, like that since the uh, since the, the Leeds game back in 1989 when Quinn got four. What was your take on it? I think the words that you would use for is devastating, ruthless, and as I said before, a statement. It was just everyone up, up in the list game was big and Aston Villa up and not really giving us much of a sniff and we were going down the radar. Well, I think we've just shut a few, more than a few people up regarding that and I think that's, that was just the perfect start of the season, wasn't it? Um I just thought for just the football way you play, it's just fast pressing. Villa couldn't deal with her. Um It was basically what Villa did to us in April. We did to them yesterday again. We just counter-attacked it and they couldn't live with it. I mean, I think the injury to Mings helped a lot because after that, their defence went to pot. I think they had no organisation about themselves. I think they were all over the place. I think no one stood up for them. If you look at us, we had a team that literally... We just ooze class. We had people, leaders everywhere. Well, to a man, we just we're ten times better than them. And if anything, five one was a bit flattering because it could have been more. Should should Martinez have been set off in the first half? He could have said debatable. Like, I personally think he should have because Pope did similar yeah. last season, and it, for me that he got sent off, so I can't see the difference. Um, and what was crucial for me is we had two thrown threes that we could alternate and. Five of the six all contributed the goals or assists. If you look, Gorn got an assist. Isaac scored twice. Miggy didn't get an assist, but he worked his socks off. Barnes came on score and got an assist. Wilson got, an, got a goal. And Murphy got an assist for Barnes's goal. And when was the last time we've said that? It's a case of just, you know, it's if this is the start of an... Like, this is how we're starting now. Can you imagine the rest of the 37 games we've got, plus the Champions League games, plus the FA Cup, the League Cup games, hopefully for our cup runs. It just sets us all in good stead. And 
with touch wood that everything stays okay. We don't get any massive injuries or anything like that. But it's the perfect start. And um, chippers, and more, think... important, more importantly than this, chippers. I'll ask Steve this: Is chippers popping his cherry tonight on this one? Is he? Now I believe Pip Chippers might have been on a show before. I think he was on a show before, and it might have been a match day live. I think during lockdown. But Lovely. other than that, for a, for a for a forum show, definitely he's making his debut tonight. And I think that was a, an accomplished start, Chippers. Very good. Yeah, I, prepare for some lookalikes probably from Stu Penman at some point now. <laughs> I can take this. I can give it. I can take it. So bring it on. I'm here. Good luck, Chippers. Good luck, mate. Yeah, uh, great to have you on anyway, mate. I will uh, I will send you the link in future, and if you want to jump on, you'll be more than welcome. Dunno, uh, good evening, mate. Good evening. Yeah. Uh, um, go on then, give us your views. Yeah, views. Um, all right, I have to say, unbelievable, as Chris, as Chris Kamara would say. <laughs> <laughs> Chris I, I, I your head yeah. <laughs> um, the, the energy from our team was something else. That... The energy that we showed, I think, will scare any team. You know, even uh, you know any of the big six won't be able to cope with it. And what I was particularly impressed with was the composure of uh, Tonali when he got on the ball. Didn't fret, just gave it simple. And he also showed the uh, sort of tenacious side to his game. Wasn't afraid of putting himself about. And uh, so in Tonali, we've got you could say you've got. Uh, the passing of uh, Perlo and the sort of uh, the grit of Gattuso, you get Tonali, and that's what we've we've signed there. And another thing, our midfield structure is quite fluid. It, nobody just sits in one place; everybody interchanges, and that's another puzzle that the opposition have got to work out. Who who's where in the midfield? In terms of the eight becomes a six, the six will become an eight, and Somebody bombs forward, but somebody else and a different person will sit all the time. So that that was good as well. So what I say is, bring on the next game. Yep, bring on the next game, uh, Spenny. Um, what a day yesterday, mate. I mean, uh, I think you sunk a few pints pre-match. You definitely had a few after the match, but uh, it was just great, wasn't it? From the war flags display to Tonali's goal to the uh, you know the Isaac brace and you know, just. In general, as well, I'm seeing a lot of people saying that ears were still ringing, you know, once they left the ground because the noise was fantastic yesterday. But all in all, what a what a start, Spenny. Well, like I said, yeah, in that voice recording, we are Newcastle. Down, we're going to win the league. We're going to win the league. We're going to win the league. <laughs> Brilliant. You were fantastic, mate. Honest. Tenali, awesome. Botman, unbelievable at that back. Yeah. Isaac again, yeah, Gordon, yeah, absolutely. The first 10 minutes, 15 minutes running back, trailing back. He must have trailed back about 200 yards to knock a dive, dive off his ass. Like I'm not saying anybody's running as fast as him, getting back mm -hmm. and doing his defensive work. I'll tell you what, what a team we've got on, in front of us now. Diaby, I, I thought he was a dangerous last yesterday, mind. He, he looked, he looked a player. And looked yeah. to play why we were watching him, to be honest. Yeah. And the second half, it just showed when them subs come on, when people are twisting, we haven't got depth in our squad. We've got depth in our squad. We won't play a way where we can get that up that top of that league. I'll tell you that now. 
It was tough, Darren. Oh, by the crowds. Do you want to go about the crowds? Yeah, go on. Yeah, go on. The, um, I, I went in the quarter five, queued up for 10 minutes and got in. But like George said of his neighbour, the geese dam was terrible. It was half full when I walked in about five past five. I, I said, how are they going to pick all the flags up there? But uh, there was a massive queue in the east stand. The east stand, all the rest of them were all right. There was nothing more of a queue than it usually is when you're going in the ground with the Gallagher or the lasers or something like that. I'm still impressed, though, that, you know, majority of people got in. You know, we didn't have to delay the game. And, and for me, you know, that means that a lot of people listened to what was said, did what they were asked to do. And, and I genuinely think that, you know, now that people have done it once, they'll get, you know, they, they know what they can do. They know how they do it. I, I spoke to a couple of people and ID checks. I know a lot of people were going, oh, ID checks. Yeah. How they're going to do that. They're not going to happen. I know no. one lad who got asked three times for ID on his way. Yeah. Because the, the stewards were, were clearly briefed on it and doing what they were told. Um, so anyone who thinks that they might have taken a chance for Man City away, I'd be careful because it's clear that it's not just a Newcastle system that's being brought in here. This is a system that's been brought in most Premier League clubs. Um, it'll take time. But, you know, if you've taken a gamble on Man City next week, I would think again, because you could lose your season ticket and it's not worth it for, for allowing somebody else to go to the game to get one point uh, on your on your loyalty bonus. So just be careful is, right. is, is, is my message. Darren. Uh, like I said, me, I, take my, I got my ID checked, but the woman didn't believe it because she, she thought I was Brad Pitt. Did Rob did dog. you have a gay dog with her? <laughs> 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 she had a stick. George's magnifying glass, you'd still know wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Darren, what was your what was your um, experience like yesterday, mate? Getting in and then tell us what your views were about the game. Well, I got there nice. I was in. Got there nice and early. I was um, I went to Shiraz Bar beforehand. I met a couple of lads who were from Wales and from Manchester, who got the ticket on the Ballon d'Or system. So it was good to see them get the ticket experience of the day, like on Thursday to see. They were good chaps, and I think I, they might be watching the show. And I, I, I tell, I tell them what I do in fans forum. So hopefully they're watching. Um, but they were good lads, and they get the witness the experience for the first game of the scene, You know, from Wales and from Manchester. For on Sunday, it was good to know them, but I got in the ground this nearly. But it was like it was issues because you had a couple of lads next to us who missed the first goal because it was a queue. So it's it's what happens. You hit the you hit the nail on the head, Steve. You've got to make sure you, next against Liverpool. I don't think people will go earlier to get in to send them like missing goals or something like that. But the game itself. I named the team right from last week. If you didn't know, Ian, you know. Yes, you did. I've actually got it. I've actually got it there. Except that'll be the next thing I want to discuss. But yeah, you you got it spot on, Darren. Yeah, I was one. Say, Steve, it's I the was first one thing. Out. It's the first thing he said when we walked out. I was dripping in sweat, ill, full of flu, and I, and I, and on my birthday, and he didn't say happy birthday. He went, ah, I got the team right. <laughs> yeah, I, I had Anderson in a, ahead of Tonali. I've got to be honest. That was the only thing. That was the only thing I was wrong with. But Darren, fair play to you, got it right. But yeah, what was what was your take on the game, Darren? It just said like people say is oh, it, it sends the rest of the Premier League that we're not going anywhere. We're still we're going to do it. See, we're going to do what we're doing last year: battle and scrap and fight for the points. And that's like Villa. 
did alright, but they were no great. Tyrone Mings got injured. I thought it was a nothing tackle, but till you see the replay of it, like it's just how he landed on his knee. So it wasn't nice to see him going down with his bad leg. But I've, we've done really well. Like Andy Gordon, Tonali, just Tonali is just a different level. He looks at it already. He looks like on on fifty five million pounds. Like what a what a, what a snip. Some of the transfer fee was going on for the centre field player these days. Um, he said was fast. The one like anyone had a good game. The only one I would probably see Amaron lost the ball a couple of times. Villas when went put the pitch to make it three two. Um, but no, I, I was buzzing with the results. Five one overall, top of the league weekend. So kind of confident, can you? No, you definitely can't. Um, looking at the team, um, you know, the, the the picked, getting back to you, Ian, the starting 11, Pope, Trippier, Cher, Botman, Byrne, Bruno, Tonali, Joe Linton, Almiron, Gordon, Isaac. Um, is that the starting 11, do you think, for next week, Ian? Or will he make changes? I mean, for me, you reward a team that, that, that plays well, performs well, and... Starting eleven, I don't think unless there's any injuries, which I don't think any anyone did get injured. I think he could probably start with that next week. What do you yeah, think? He yeah, he can't. Uh, he, well, we know we know we know Eddie will. He doesn't change a winning team unless there's a reason to change it. So unless someone picks up a knock, he's not changing it. But the good thing is, someone does pick up a knock, he can change it. The the lads that came on from the bench were awesome. And not that I would ever uh, disagree with Darren because he's bigger than me. Um, <laughs> but uh, but he also a pint, by the way, because he, he said he'd buy us a pint, but I was still asleep, I think, when he was going to buy us one. So, uh, <laughs> but um, I thought Miggy was good. He did he, he did lose the ball a few times, but he for me he came out. He he was one of the one of the one of the major assets to the defensive line by. He was bringing the ball out. He ran the ball through their midfield so many times for me. But I'm not disagreeing, Darren. He did lose the ball a few times, you know. But uh, no, I think this, it's the same team next week and bring on City. You know, yeah. I, I don't think they'll want to play against us. You know, we've got the, the legs in that team. I was saying to me, father-in-law before, um, the legs in the team, I've never, I, I can't remember a team that's, Got more, more, more quick players, fast players, and closing down, and the fitness is it's it's unbelievable. You know, it's proud proud to watch it. Yeah, I, I would I would agree. I, I think going with the same team next week is is the logical thing to do. Um, I just you know I think you you reward the team that you know got you you know on on its way. Um, talk talking about Almiron as well. Just watching the game back last night on on TV, you know, if you're going to be critically, he did give the ball away a couple of times and he did lose his man. Um, I'm struggling to find where people can criticise Bruno. I really am. I've seen a few people say Bruno was poor and this that and the other, and I don't yeah. know. I, I think it's in football fans' mentality, not just Newcastle fans' mentality. We've always got to have a scapegoat. People were having a pot with Burn again last night on social media, uh, with the exception of the opening probably uh, 15 minutes where after we scored Diaby, Diaby gave him a little bit of a give him a little bit of a run for his money for that 15 Diaby minutes. Switched. Diaby switched to the other bloody wingman. 
I know, and and then then Newcastle, you know, Newcastle just went into overdrive. But yeah. I don't think I don't think Bernard had a game at all. I don't think Bruno had a bad game. No, I would be loath to say anybody had a bad game yesterday. You know, people yeah. are going to make mistakes, but um, yeah, strange. So unchanged team next week, George. Would you go unchanged, George? Uh, it would be it would be for me for starters. Um... Yeah. Yeah, for starters, yeah. No, I guess it would be exactly the same for starters, just to reward them. Yeah, um, and as Ian says, we've got we've got the capacity to change it when we're late. That's the that's the big thing. But I think that that pace and energy that those lads put in uh, was fantastic. And and Tonali, well, he does what all great players do. He drifts through the game. He doesn't need to gallop everywhere. He just drifts through the game. Box to box, there it was his area and he controlled it. I thought it was a masterclass. And somebody mm -hmm. mentioned Botman, Botman was so absolutely superb. So we've got a lot to be grateful for. And I, I would give them another another chance to have a go at the champions because I think they could they could probably do it. The one thing I did notice, and, and here's the one coming you're probably not expecting. This morning and, and last night, when they the replayed the match, I got up as close as I could to see if I could see anything. And the one big thing for me that I notice is, I think Eddie Howe's worked a throw-in policy out. I think he's got a, a, a throw-in uh, 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 series that they're, that they're working on. You watch. It's uh, it, the, the bloke going by the ball, plays it back to the thrower, and it's wellied into the penalty area. And the two runners come running in, steaming in. And then the other one is the bloke comes towards the thrower, turns around and runs, and the thrower throws it over his shoulder, and it's onto his foot. You watch. Eddie Howe's been thinking about throw-ins. There you are. <laughs> yeah, no, set pieces yesterday. That, that, that was one straight from the training ground yesterday as yeah. well. Kieran Trippier yeah. plays the ball at Tonali. Tonali mm. then whips the ball across. <clears throat> And and you know Newcastle capitalised. I mean, th there was a few training ground routines yesterday. It was yeah. it was a pleasure to watch, and great to see that Eddie Howe and, and Tindall and the guys have, have have been working on stuff like that and utilising the new players they've got. Barry, would you pick the same team next week? It's a hard one, isn't it? Because one of Eddie Howe's favourite comments is, "I look at who's impressed me in training during the week." But. Uh, I, I would be concerned for Longstaff and I would be a bit concerned for Willick on their way back because by the time Willick's back, I think Tonali will have settled into the midfield and I don't think he'll get a choice to change those three. I think considering the way they looked yesterday and the interchange work between Tonali and Bruno, it just looked absolutely superb. And I would be concerned that the other two aren't going to get back in. But yes, I'm, how anybody could say anybody had a bad game on a 5-1 win it's like, how yeah. well did they want them to play? Should it have been into double figures? Because, mm -hmm. like one of the guys said before, there there was plenty of chances that went close. Um, either their keeper pulled off a tremendous save, or we we missed from close range and hit people. It could have been a lot more. Um, yeah, I, I, I think you start with the same team. I think it, again was a Darren said about Eddie Howe's loyalty. I think he's he's he does have that streak in him that. Um, but. Who I think with the team we've got now, I think we're we're confident no matter who he chooses, Steve. Yeah, definitely. We're we're getting very very close to having two good elevens, which is what we yeah, uh, which is what we've been you know saying that we've got to work towards. Chibas, would you change the team next week or would you go with the same eleven start starting eleven? I'll keep the same team. We've got a free week this week. We've got no games to think about. We've got a full week of training, so why not? Um... 
And as for the Bruno situation, if we're winning games 5-1 and Bruno's having a bad game, that's not a bad thing to have, is it? Just wait until he has a good game. How much are we going to win by then? So, yeah, keep the same team. You deserve it after putting in a top performance like that. Um, I would kind of hope, you know, I'll, I'll, Guardiola will probably be not looking forward to it, considering they play Wednesday night in the Super Cup. Um, looks like they might be out without De Bruyne as well, so why not? We go there with no fear, do we? So, we well, are. Yeah, keep the same team that deserve it. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, keep the same team. And uh, yeah, you make a valid point. Wednesday night, you know, they've got a game. And, um, you know, the injury, the De Bruyne was, uh, you know, something nobody likes to see if you're a football fan because, you know, he's a, he's a world class player and he's in the Premier League. It's great to see him play. But, um, you know, with Newcastle playing him, it would be great if he misses that particular game. Uh, fantastic for us, um, you know, certainly. Uh, Donald, same team next week, mate? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if it ain't broke, why fix it? You know, so, uh, yeah, I mean, we, we've got the energy to really trouble that City back line because obviously City like to play it out from the back. And because of the speed and the energy we've got, we, we sh- should be able to put them under... Edison at all into under a bit of pressure to you know play that split second quicker. So yeah, keep the keep the same eleven. And obviously we've got options now. So if if it ain't going so well, we've got options to uh, to change it. So yeah, that's, that'll be my take. Spenny, well, you know I'm controversial as usual. Yes, yeah, we'll go. I've got the team. There we go. I will go. I would I would drop Almiron and put um, Barnes in myself, and then switch Gordon on to where Almiron was. To mm. be honest, it looked a bit more weaker down that side for me. I think Barnes would be better, better than Almiron on the pitch and Gordon as well. To be honest, like the ball. Going back to Bruno, Bruno. If you watch the game, Bruno and when um, then they equalised, Bruno dropped back. I think uh, Eddie Howe told him to drop back. In the in defensive midfield part, and let Tirani and them go forward. So that's why he wasn't in the game because he wasn't going as forward as Joe Linton and them. And that that photo is absolutely fantastic. Like whoever yeah. took that is a brilliant photo. It just shows how much passion we've got as a team. Yeah, is that, is that you in the background, Spenny? No, that's in the uh, lasers. I'm in the Gallagher Bay and the I'm down with the Duff lads, mate. Great photo, I, yeah. I just, I mean, just looking through the internet, I used that one last night when I gave me me review of the match. But yeah, fantastic. And for the fans on that, that's something mm. to get blown up and yeah. stick on your rest, stick on your wall. It's a, it's a moment in time, and it. That video of Barnes' goal was good because when he did his celebration, the lad in the crowd did the same thing. Oh, yeah. It was brilliant out with the ball, yeah. right. I saw him on Twitter. I saw him on Twitter. He was taking the praise for <laughs> him. He says, he never, he says, I never got any praise for me, um, my perfect uh, celebration. But uh, that was good. He had a decent rack, though, didn't he? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that's my prediction. I, I will, I will right. have Barnes on. No, I think I tell you what, it's a great shout, mate. It's a great mm. shout. I think the, the one thing you get with Miggy, uh, I think when you, what you'll get with all of these players now, even Anthony Gordon, who we, we know had a little bit of a, uh, you know, a bit of a fit, shall we say, when he got substituted yeah. last season. I think everybody will take it in the right vein. And um, you know, going back to Amaron, like the fifth ball, he followed Chibier in the corner, and it was yeah. two men going with the corner with the cross went in the ball. He left his man the box, and no one was picking the other one up. Amaron didn't have anybody. So, yeah. two men free. So, 
You know what I mean? I was it didn't, it that didn't help. It didn't help when you. I mean, I watched it back, and it wasn't evident on on watching it at the game. But it was a mm. wicked deflection as well. Yes. Just a wicked All deflection. Right. A really good header by the Villa player and Diaby. Well, you know, world class yeah. finish. You know, you you know, you you, you might you might hit another ten of them, and you know, nine of them might end up in the in the crowd. You know what I mean? But it was a, it was a good goal. You know, we'll not we'll not cry over it. It didn't affect us. Yeah. I think score. Gordon's got goals in as well, Steve. To be honest. Yeah. Yeah, I was disappointed he didn't get his goal yesterday. Yeah. You know, he had that opportunity. There was, I mean, really, look, lads, it could have been double figures yesterday. Yes, you know, he's should, should have had a hat trick. Wilson should have had at least two. Gordon should have had one. Barnes could have had another one. You know, you're talking, you're talking nine or ten goals. Newcastle well, should have had. Well, Wilson's goal. Did you say the, the play up to it, man? How many passes? And then yeah, went the Barnes and across. That was brilliant. That like, that's like yeah. training ground stuff as well. Yeah. yeah, no, no, they're, they're certainly they're certainly very good at one touch football. There's no no doubt about that. Darren uh, Spenny has uh, has cast the first uh, stone, if you like. Are you are you in agreement with Spenny? Would you or would you keep the same team next week? I would hundred percent keep the same team. Um, <laughs> if, it was, if, it was, if it was not broken, don't change it. Yeah, and I like Eddie always says that how hard they work in training, but he. I'm, if anyone's injured, I think the, the first eleven are going to work the socks off to remain the, to remain in the squad. So same team, and I, I think Man City will not want to play us on Saturday. But Man City's not not on form. Our work rate, well, they're not like that. So they're not they're, they're not going to play the class next week. City. No, definitely yeah. won't be. They definitely won't look forward to it. Willigan Longstaff will get a chance in other games with injuries and suspensions. Also, they've got a massive part to play in the final 20 minutes or so, says Jordy Toomba Life. Ian says, Bruno was playing with an ankle injury at the end of last season. He sacrificed it to get us into the Champions League. And again, I just don't see Bruno having a bad game. He's he's just getting about his business. I don't think we could have had anyone who could match Bruno with passing, but Tonali does yet. Tonali settled straight in. He really, really did. Uh, Sam, good evening. Says Bruno was caught in possession three or four times. It doesn't mean he had a bad game. Yeah. And Ian says, can't believe people having a go at Bruno and Miggy shocking. Um, yeah, I, I just... It, it's, yes, it is. It is Twitter, yeah. though, as well. It is Twitter. Twi Twitter doesn't help. Steve, do you think... Do you think because ESM's gone that, that people are looking for a new scapegoat? Yes. Oh, I wouldn't very, do that. Very possibly. possibly. I wouldn't very do possibly. that, man. It is what it is. What happens though? It is what happens. People, people naturally, as football supporters, have to have somebody who they go, "Oh, well, he's not doing so well." And it was it's Dan Byrne. Suddenly, everyone says we need a left back. We've got Dan Byrne. You got Matt Target. You got Paul Dummett. You've got, you know, you, you've got players there. People are talking about playing right backs in left back position and dropping Dan Byrne altogether. Um, but you know, Eddie's told everybody he's your first choice left back, and he played in the back four last season, which had a, a back four which was only surpassed by Man City. It, yeah. It's weird. It's just it's no, it it's the nature of it's the nature of football, isn't it? It's the nature of football. Um, I've got to talk about this. Uh, I did see this on online yesterday. Football season. Meet the lads. Tick <laughs> full, full English in a pint. Tick. 14-fold tick. Eight more pints before kickoff. Tick. Lose to one in the 90th minute. Tick. MK Dons let you down for three grand. Tick. More booze. Tick. Stay out all night. Tick. Relationship in tatters. Tick. And they'll say it's only a game. You shouldn't laugh because when, when, I, when I used to take our Neil and his mates to the match, yeah, uh, before Ashley took over because they all got sick, 
that was was Saturday. I used to drive the big vehicle and pick them all up. We used to go into buy it in '92 for it opening, which was about one o'clock. Have our lunch, watch the match on the telly before I was kicked off. Have some more drink, go and watch our match. Have the pints at half time. Come at the end of the game and watch the late match on the telly and sit there having my tea at about eight o'clock. Now you hide out straight away. But that list there was exactly what we used to do. That was my football Saturday. And uh, I, I used to drop all the drunks off at home, man. I knew every one of them. And my ten, son was as bad as any of them. Ten points in Jager bombs with Stuart Penman yesterday. Oh, yeah. Well, well, <laughs> yeah. If, if the Neil had been there, he'd have been matching them, I tell you. Uh, this was interesting yesterday, wasn't it? Uh, please explain. I've seen a few of these going out on Twitter. Uh, Mikel Arteta and uh, his uh, coach, uh, both standing in the technical area, side by side. Uh, Ian, are we being a bit paranoid or was this rule just brought in because Eddie Howe and Jason Tindall had such a great season last season and that's what they tend to do? Well, you're asking the wrong man here because I think everyone's against us, don't I? Like, do I know, I think everything, like, the, well, do we need to get on about the refereeing or have you got that jotted no, down? No, no, go on, let, let, let's combine it, mate. Let's combine it. I thought the referee uh, had a sting. The refereeing and the Baldy linesman, the fat little... Um... Ian. Dynasty. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, you know... Yes, um, I know who you mean. Yeah, you know what I mean? Some of the worst, worst officials I've ever seen in a football game. Um, and yeah, they, they, there is, there is, for me, I don't know what, like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but flipping it, like, you've got to look at it and think, you know, the, the, the fact that the ball was in the air from the, when he blew the, he couldn't wait to get that whistle in his mouth when he thought we were going to get at half time. And then, Oh, there's there's a whole host of things yesterday that were were um were were a joke. Um, what was the first question? Sorry, bad of you. <laughs> talking about just talking about Tyndall and uh, yeah, know, and that, that, and, uh, yeah, and how together. But obviously, Arteta yesterday was yeah, you know, our, our, yeah, Arteta and his coach were basically side by side all game. It's been brought in, I think, to to stop. The likes of more, more. I, I honestly, on this one, I think it's been brought in to stop clock and people like that being idiots. But to us, it just seems why can't you have why can't you have head coach and his assistant coach or whatever you want to call them stood together in there? And it does seem like it's against us because that's what we do. But all we did was shorten the. Uh, Shorten the the area, so they were still together. So we we'll, we'll get around it anyway. But yeah, no, I think it is aimed at us, hundred percent. All right, George, what's your views? Yeah, the, the the irony of all of that is is that to aim it at us, we were the only club in the entire league that didn't have a penalty for problems on the touchline. The only club, nobody else. They all had fines to pay. We didn't. Uh, but I. I you know, like you, Ian, I'm, I'm, conspiracy theories are always peculiar. But since the moment takeover was mentioned, there has been a concerted effort by uh, certain people in, in, in the foot, in the Premier League and, and outside and PG, in the press PGMOL. to do, yeah, to, to, uh, to have a go at Newcastle United. The other thing about the, uh, the VAR, 
when are they going to have the balls to let the people hear what's said? Mm-hmm. The rugby do, the cricket do, uh, basketball do. You can hear what the referee and the bloke in the box are saying to each other. We can't. And I think that, that's a big mistake. And it's time it was put right. Can I ask you a question, George? Why, why don't yeah. they want us to hear that? Good question. Yeah. I don't know. And and, and, it, and it, that goes back to your conspiracy theory. Um, because if if they had... Uh, and the, they see they don't see all the angles. If you'd watched... Um, oh, the Rugby League final. I watched a bit of that yesterday before, before our game. And there were a couple of times when they looked at every angle before the, the referee made a decision. And you could hear them talking, I want to see this, I want to see that. And and it, it went right. Yes, it took a bit more time, but at least everybody and everybody, including the fans, knew exactly what they were looking for and what they were doing, why they did it. And it was accepted. Whereas our lot just it's on their earphones, it doesn't go anywhere else. I, th- I think that's a mistake. But I, I, I do I do worry that uh, there's an agenda. I think I called it an agenda the, the other night uh, uh, in, in everything at the moment. A press agenda, an agenda at uh, Premier League. You see, uh, Seller was was signed the deal with Seller apparently months before it was announced, and they didn't mm-hmm. want to uh, announce it for for commercial and for um, being uh, out of courtesy for for our current uh, contractors. Proper business things that you'd expect from a Saudi group. Now, my my theory is. <laughs> That the Premier League leaked the seller contract. Nobody yeah. else. That, that I, I think that was quite deliberate to, to set the set the other ones going, saying, "Whoa, let Newcastle have that much," and all that sort of thing. So I, it does worry me, and it, it wasn't very good. But you're absolutely right, Steve, about the referee. I the little I could see, uh, I've got to say, um, I, I don't don't know half the time what he was doing. Uh, it was just uh, amazing that that's a, and he's he's one of the top ones. He's one of the top ones as well. There's no yeah. top ones. There's no. T- yeah. Okay, Barry. Um, the, the you know the the rules have changed. I mean, I've been watching the uh, the games over the weekend. You know, the the Friday night game and today's games. Watch match of the day and caught up with a couple of the games as well uh, last night. And the you know the, the yellow the yellows that are getting handed out for time wasting are certainly apparent. The, uh, the new physicality rule is, is different. There's things that challenges where you think there'd be a booking and there's not. Uh, but the, you know, the one thing that should be close, uh, you know, well, easy to sort out is if, if there's two people in a technical area. And, and again, yesterday, it just seemed, you know, everybody could do it. And I mean, I watched how and I watched Tyndall and they, they were very clever. You know, how stepped in, he stepped yeah. out, Tyndall moved forward. Tyndall stood on the edge of the, on the edge of the, the, the technical area at the back a lot of the time, was still making himself heard. So they clearly thought about it, did what they had to do. But it, I just think, you know, when you see Arteta and that just doing what they doing what they want to do and not getting disciplined for it, it makes it a fault. It makes it as daft as, as the six-second rule. I mean, that was the thing, wasn't it, in, in Eddie's um, pre-match or one of his match interviews, he even talked about it then. And somebody said to him, you know, do you feel like it's having a dig it used to? And it was the one time he let his guard down a little bit and he sort of said something along the lines, you know, at the end of the day, um, if they're going to do that, we're just going to have to do some tag team. And he was like, I'm going to swap my hand to the back and then he'll come in for a bit and I'll go yeah, for a bit. Yeah. But even he gave it away that he obviously thinks it is a dig at him. 
But then it's like, well, the Arsenal game, it was clearly happening. But I don't remember that guy being in the technical area last season for a great deal for Arteta because Arteta stomps up and down like a bloody baby rhinoceros backwards and forwards. He'd be knocked clean out. So have we taken somebody out of the box and everybody else has put somebody in? Are they reading the rules the wrong way? Because it seems to have gone the opposite. And you just think, I, I loved, I can't remember what it was on. And somebody said, well, what we need to do is just get rid of the technical box altogether and just let Howe and Tyndall march up and down the side of the pitch and it was just shouting stuff. And you just thought, is it going to come to that? Um, God, the thing is, if that's if that's all they can do to get at us, it shows that we're getting to them and it shows that what we've got as a coaching team works and let them get on with it. It's just, like you say, Steve, it seems a stupid rule that's brought in for stupid reasons. And God, if that's all they've got to worry about, let them get on. <laughs> just let them do it. Yeah, still 5-1. You're still 5-1, yeah. Chip, it's an interesting rule, isn't it? Yeah, but it does feel a little bit as if it's aimed at Tyndall and how. Yeah, I, th- I think as every game went past last season, I thought, yeah, there's there's an agenda here and it just seemed to keep building and building and building and things like this are proof of it to me. Um, yesterday, the first game of the season, there's two of them that do it. It was the perfect stance that to, to make a stand against it, to say, listen, he has them. Let's make an example of the Arteta because he was renowned last season for being an absolute arsehole on the touchline and getting away with it. And that was the that was the chance for the referees to stand up to them and say, listen, no, not this season, mate. You can you go away with it last season, but not no more. But the but the ball did. I think if that was Newcastle, I think if Howe and Tyndall had done that, they would have been straight over there tell them to stop it or tell them to go in one or the other. Um, and as for the state of officiating, I, I think that pre-season game last week against Villarreal pretty much set the tone because I thought Anthony Taylor was diabolical. He was he couldn't get couldn't, couldn't help himself getting his yellow cards out for a pre-season game. You know, um, if the, and, you know, for me, it's just going to keep continuing on that. The officials just aren't good enough. It's It's been said before on uh, plenty of platforms, etc. They're just the standard of officiating that for some teams is just it's not acceptable. I think for them being professionals, they need to be a lot better than what they are. Um, and of course, Madly Esther, I thought he was absolutely embarrassing and all. I mean, he couldn't wait to keep getting uh, he's keep foul, keep getting Villa free kicks for nothing. And as I said earlier, for the Martinez one, I, I still think it was a red card. I know there was Villa players back, but it was the same last season when Pope got sent off. There was players back when Salah had the ball. There was no guarantee he was going to score. So, and you know and the last why that was the last man rule is well, there's a goalkeeper yeah. there as well with hands. Yeah, yeah. And what, why didn't that go to VAR? Why didn't that go to VAR? Surely that should have went to VAR. It wasn't a red call though. It wasn't a red call because he's in mm-hmm. the side of the pitch where the ref where the lines him is, and the Villa had two players back. So it's not a, it's not a clear as. Obvious goal scoring opportunity. It's so going to be great. Obviously, it wasn't the Pope one exactly the same as last season. That was the same with Pope last season. It was exactly the same. Pope didn't have any defenders around him. Too bad. But then, I would never. Then I saw Martinez put his hands on. Then Martinez put his hands on Almiron's face straight away. And when the referee had his back turned, I just didn't. Yeah, no. So he raised his hands. We're talking about the, the 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 last man rule. I think if you go by the letter of the law, 
needs clearing up. He probably got it right, but the letter of the law is obviously wrong in that situation because he didn't go. The ball was past him and Miggy was through and he went for the player. Oh, yeah, and I, the professional I, I, foul. He knew what he was doing. He knew what he was, he was doing to get him There was one other player there and he couldn't use his hands and Miggy would have ran past him and slotted that ball in the goal. It was a clear goal scoring. He was last man for me because the last man rule involves a goalkeeper with hands and there's no goalkeeper with hands there because he's out. I know, I know what you're saying, Daz. Consistency is the problem, lads. Consistency is yep. the problem. There is there, there, there is no consistency. Yeah. Every referee yeah. has a different opinion. Every VAR official has a different opinion. And it's down to interpretation. It's as simple as it that. And, and some of these rules are so that, that, that they're not they're not they don't make sense sometimes. And and because the rules are open to interpretation, that each decision each week's open to interpretation. If it was cut and dry and said, This is what an offside is, this is what a handball is. This yeah. is what a foul is. Yeah. Then it would be a hell of a lot easier. But it, the, 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 it's just, it is a mess. Like it is. A if mess. it was at the other end, what would the result have been? Exactly. Well, yeah, I know, I know exactly. I know where you, I know where you're coming from. I mean, you know, me and my dad had this discussion yesterday about that, and he felt it was, he felt it was a sending off. I felt it wasn't a sending off. But it's, you know, you know, it's down to opinions. And this is, it, it is. It's down to interpretation. Don't know. Um, got to move on because we've only got about six or seven minutes left. Mm. Yeah, just just your views on 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 the you know on the on the Arteta you know photograph that I stuck up there before him. You know, is that a rule aimed at it's at Newcastle in particular? Do you think? Uh, I, I would say it is, and I think those higher powers. Of, you know, it's a complete. My my honest opinion on the rule, it's total tosh. If, if to, what they should be clamping down on is managers being idiots like. Klopp and Arteta were, you know. He was at it again a day, Dunno. He was at it again yeah. a day. Yeah, on, exactly. his, on his knees, his yeah. yeah, yeah. That needs to be clamped down on. Not if, I mean, Eddie and Tyndall, they're just trying to do their best to, to, to win the match, you know, trying to get their team to do their best and win the match. They're not, you know, they're not being idiots. So, stupid rule. I, I don't... I, I think it again. Not it won't be um, <laughs> properly enforced. So you know it should be in the bin. That rule, simple as. Stick it in the bin. Stick it in the bin, Spenny. Um, what, what do you what do you make of this new rule? Well, like Ozovic's impet said, bollocks. That's all it is. <laughs> <laughs> I tried not to see that. <laughs> what do you mean? It's it's been the system manager's there for a reason. Yeah. To help the court, the manager, and to help the team, yeah. you can't even go in the bloody box to to, to instruct the players what to, what to do. It, the, the, the manager relies on the assistant manager, and the assistant manager relies on the manager to work as a team. Yeah. So, is that even the box rules and all the crap and all? You can't go past. It's like I watched it yesterday for a bit when there was out of play. It was like watching the hockey corky. Him and Tyndall, <laughs> oh, step in, you step out. You know what I mean? Then he was standing there because Tyndall was bullocking somebody and waiting to get in the box. A pretty load of shit. That's very <laughs> swear. Isn't it? Next up, well, next up, quickly come dancing for Tyndall and Howden. Well, it is, man, isn't it? <laughs> um, and you know, I watched the match today, like you, Steve, and I noticed someone was getting clattered and it was a free kick. And the only person who got boot was the player complaining that we were getting a yet. He didn't give me a yellow card. 
because he yeah. pulled up his hands and said it was a yellow card. He got boot, and the player who clattered him didn't got away with it. Yeah. What do you rule that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, the highlight for me of the weekend, um, apart from Newcastle winning five one, was Roy Hodgson uh, channeling his inner Rocky Balboa. I mean, uh, no yellow card, no yellow card for that. But uh, five yard, he had a bit of face about him. The best bit was when he pulled his pants up at the end, like you know, like. Yeah. Was <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> Roy <laughs> <laughs> That was fantastic. That like it really was. Uh, really? Darren, just your views on the new on the new rule that's come in. There, you know the the whole this whole stupid rule that we've been taught about. You know the the, the uh, technical area. Can I give what Spencer said? It's, it's bollocks. <laughs> but yes. um, and then if the referee wanted to come down on, on Monday morning, they should get have a meeting. So yeah, what, what we missed out on, and between all have some comments said we missed out on that email. All the, all the managers to say, yeah, to, to remind them of the rules and say where we'll go from there. That's a, that's all I can say about it, personally. Like, yeah. it's, 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 it's all I can say about it. Yeah, well, it's been a crack and short tonight, lads. We've got to say happy birthday to this man, Alan Shearer. Uh, his birthday uh, today, top man, top top goal scorer. And uh, he'd probably be the happiest man of the weekend. 5-1 win and Harry Kane's in Germany uh, for the Jewish. <laughs> 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 um, he was the pilot, was he? It was. Yes. I thought it was great that we talked about Roy Hodgson last night. Yeah, it was good, wasn't it? It really, it yeah. really was good. And then oh, I think oh, it's my birthday this weekend. Yes, happy birthday, mate! Happy, happy birthday, birthday. Happy birthday yeah, Ian! Yeah. Why you playing next time, Ian? Lads, I think you need a wish. Uh, you need a wish. Kevin Chilvers, good luck. He's not here tonight because he's um, obviously he's uh, busy with um, with the children tonight. I think uh, who he coaches. I think he's or his or his kids. I think he's taking them to baseball or basketball, one of the two. But he 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 is your representative this year, lads, in the Toon Teasers quiz. Um, and the and the cup is up for grabs. So Kevin is representing the fans for him this year. Um, so Kev, wish him the best, lads. Wish him all the best. Sure he's not all the best, Kevin. Please answers. After poor George's question, you'll never beat George. <laughs> oh, give over! Um, don't forget, don't forget. Uh, there is no live shows Tuesday and uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I'm having a little bit of time off, but there is Monday night uh, the Premier League show. Me and Melly discuss uh, the, uh, the, the the Premier League season ahead. Uh, Tuesday night uh, we'll see uh, one of the Toon Teaser quizzes uh, go up. Uh, Wednesday night there is a video going up of the um, Lee Clark Rob. Uh, Lee and John Beresford night uh, that I did at uh, the Gosford Park uh, a couple of months ago, which is well worth a watch. And uh, Thursday, we'll see those were the days uh, George and I look back on another season in the 80s. This time it is the, uh, the, 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 the demise of Jack Charlton. But Friday night, I will be back and I will be back to do the Amigos live uh, with the lads. So uh, see you all on Friday night. As always, thanks to the fans forum. Um, I am debating, lads, doing um, a match day live. I'm not going to Man City, so I will inbox you. And if anybody wants to do a match day live, including George with his rattle, uh, then I will be in touch. <laughs> Take right. care, lads. Have a good night. Have a good, good to see you, lads. Good to see you. Good all Thanks to all our sponsors, Skips and Bins. Yeah, you can find them at skipsandbins.com or telephone 0800 25 Email inquiries at skipsandbins.com. Website skipsandbins.com easy contract free and pay-as-you-go waste collection big thanks to Mr Vicky's 
Sauces handmade in Cumbria. You can order them from their website, mrvickies.co.uk, or by telephone on 01768 210102. A big thanks also to New Workwear. Uh, you can find them at newworkwear.com. They are an agile and dedicated workwear provider. Welcome back as well to United Travel. Uh, they are a UK coaches firm and they are based in uh, the Northeast. They've got 2024 tours and you can contact them on 01670 632 460 or mobile 0791 Email info at and they've got a website which is unitedgrouptravel.com. There's no strangers on there to us, just people you haven't met yet. Big thanks to them for their sponsorship. Big thanks as well to Media Arts and they supply all the video technology. If you want to become a member and get a cup, a pen, a membership card and a scarf, then get your smartphone and put it over this QR code. It will take you straight to the membership pack. It's a £25 one-off fee. You can also go to NUFC Matters website and search membership pack to book today. If you want to help the channel, then subscribe to it by hitting the subscribe button. Hit the thumb up under the video to like the video and click share to share to your other social media. We're also available as a podcast on iTunes, Spotify and other podcast providers. Don't forget, we help the food bank on this channel. If you want to do so virtually, go to nufcfansfoodbank.co.uk and make a donation today. We still do seven NUFC Matters show a week for free. But if you want to help support NUFC Matters, then there are a few ways of doing it. Hit the like button on each live broadcast and video. This helps the channel grow. Hit the subscribe button and select the all notifications bell so you don't miss a single show. If you want to help us financially, then you can join the channel using this button with the membership starting at $1.99 a month. Or you can drop us a donation in the chat using a super sticker. We're also looking for sponsors. If you'd like your brand advertised on the flies for the show and featured during the ad break, then email john at nufcmatters.com to arrange today. 